morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you in your world. Um, yeah, today is the 3rd of July, 2022. And um, I'm recording this in the morning. Lagos, Nigeria. It's a Sunday morning. And um, I... Well, I get the sense, well, and I think I've said this before, and by the way, if this is your first time of being on this podcast, thank you, welcome, thank you for joining us. This is uh, where we just, I reflect on faith, life, and love in the context of the Lord. I reflect on my relationship with God, what He's teaching me, what I'm learning. It helps me make sense of the world. Honestly, I am so glad and happy now that I'm a Christian than I've ever, ever been in my life because I think before the world made sense to me so the bible was almost like an add-on to the sense that i felt the world was making but right now the world doesn't make any sense to me at all it doesn't make sense to me at all so you know the bible is like my you know when the bible says that the word of god is a sure and steadfast anchor for the soul that's exactly what the word of god is for me now it's literally I feel like I'm in the middle of a storm, rushing storm, and I'm clinging onto one solid pole or anchor for their life. And that if I should just let go, I will lose my balance and the, you know, the rapids will sweep me away. That's that's how I feel about the world that we currently live in. It's not the kind of world I was born in. It's not the world I grew up in. But well, that's the world that I feel that we're in right now because I think everything is just crazy. You know, there's a lot of horrible stuff going on people are looking at it as, as though it's normal nobody you know like the song by asha a nigerian singer she said there is fire on the mountain and nobody is on the run you know it's like you know can't you see there's a, there's a big fire here why are we all pretending as though this fire is normal and they're like oh yeah yeah la da, la da, da, you know yeah whatever you know and it's just crazy it's just crazy we don't have the kind of outrage that we should have the things that we we, we are carrying on as though it's normal it's so abnormal but you know it's so crazy and for me i i believe the word of god now much more than ever not even as oh like i have one wonderful faith it's just that it just is so it is making sense it's making sense because the, the word of god tells us that there is evil in the world the word of god tells us that there is a devil who's who tempted man from the beginning took over the lordship of the planet and is invested in causing man to self-destruct and you know go as far away from god as possible everything that the bible has written about who the devil is what his plan is for people on earth the way in which he operates behind the scenes working through human beings working through situations working through things corrupting everything that he touches completely anti-god and anti-christ everything that the bible that jesus and the prophets have said from the beginning up to the end of the bible i can give you a physical reference for it in my life and in what i'm seeing going on around me in nigeria today and it hasn't always been this way so it's either i have been asleep for a very long time or things have changed dramatically i personally believe that there's an unveiling i think maybe it's all of their both because i think sometimes we try to always take an either or approach to life whereas it doesn't necessarily have to be either or it could just be all of the above and you see you know when you take those multiple questions exams where they, they, they tell you you can only answer one and i think many times we try to do life as though it's only one 
answer that can be correct whereas many times i'm finding that it's all of the above and that when we, we when we put ourselves into an either or position that's when we we become very polarized in our understanding of a problem or a situation because we say it cannot be those two things but i'm finding out that in this world it, it, everything can coexist together so yes there's um, insecurity in nigeria is it caused by this person or by that person no and then we spend a lot of time no it's you no it's you i can't it no whereas yes it's you and it's you and it's you and it's you and it's you all of you together you are all causing the insecurity so it's just crazy it's just crazy and um somehow we're expected to continue to function in a condition that just looks you know and for me just that whole everybody just carrying on as though nothing is going on this probably is the most freaky thing i'm like have i been moved into an alternate universe because several years ago in the world in which i was born people would not people would stop and be like you know what this isn't normal let's fix this before we go back to doing anything but now everybody's just pretending as though the entire house is not crumbling it's the most bizarre thing it's the most imagine being in a house that is burning you know like the roof and and everybody's just sitting there and looking and smoke is filling up people are beginning to cough they're beginning to choke some people are falling down and getting unconscious and then the other people are just sitting at the dinner table eating like well yeah yeah i'm fine it hasn't affected me so that that's honestly thank you holy spirit that's exactly how life in nigeria and in many parts of the world currently is it's not normal for me it's like this is so strange and i feel like you know i don't know it's, it's i must have i mean if you've watched the matrix i must have taken the blue pill, the blue pill or is it the red pill one of those pills that has made me because and thank, thank God there are people that are like me as well who are really like looking at everything like no, 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 this is so not okay. But the majority, particularly of the political leadership, just wants us to pretend as if nothing has happened. Faith, church leadership too is also doing the same thing. That to me is so bizarre. Although beginning to wake up slowly, but, and again, not in all spaces, I think some se- um, segments of the church are more awake and alert than others others just want to be like you know what please let's just you know like ostrich bury your head in the sand pretend as if nothing is going on wow so it's all really bizarre so anyways for me right now holding on to the word of god is an existential um, pain it's not really it's not because i'm sorry it's very selfish act it's not because oh um well i love god you know although i do but that's not the main motivation now it's because i realize that i need him i you know the, the what i don't know i don't know maybe it's me maybe it's just me i feel like the whole but i think so this is the thing i find that i have i i think the people who see it the way i see it and feel it that i that I, at least i sense that feel it as we are the younger people i think the younger generation has that sense of urgency and oh we can't continue like this i i get that from them the older generation my age mates i i don't even see it i, I don't know i don't see it. particularly those who are still earning i don't see it the older generation who are probably retired and not earning money they they, they, have, they feel very um i would i say what's the word very um 
uh, not to, uh, I'm looking for the word now. They just feel really bad about what's happening, but a bit helpless as well. But the the generation that is working, I'm just not seeing the level of outrage. They just I, I don't know. There's just there's just a discombobulation about the whole thing. But anyways, I I didn't want to talk too much about Nigeria politics and all that because I know it may not be relevant to everyone listening. But this is, I think, for many people in the world. There's just a lot that is confusing about the world that we live in today. And I'm not even talking coronavirus and all that. I'm just talking about the way it seems as though the world is upside down. What is right is considered wrong. What is wrong is considered right. People who cheat, who steal, who lie, they're punished. They're punished. I mean, people who cheat, lie, and steal are rewarded. And people who want to do things the right way, who are who deal with empathy and others and, you know, are humble and you know, like to do things the right way, are seen as weak. Sometimes they are punished. Sometimes they are, you know, they 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 are cheated, and you know, sometimes they they even pay the the ultimate price. And um, I think what I find most bizarre is that anyone that speaks up to say this is wrong. I mean, you see it, people um, internationally, people who speak up against racism. There are things that are obviously wrong. No one wants to talk about it. You didn't want to challenge the, sta- the status quo. You speak up against something that is obviously wrong. Everybody, in fact, the number of people who are invested in telling you that what you're saying is completely wrong, it doesn't exist in that society, you know, it's, it's just crazy. The same thing if you're talking about, you know, domestic violence or you're talking about um, sexual harassment or whatever. You have more people invested in minimizing your experience and saying that what you're saying in fact just gaslighting it at the highest level and you know i think gaslighting is used much more now than it ever was before it was something that only sociopaths narcissists and very controlling human being human beings would use but now gaslighting is the default in political authorities every you know in fact leadership generally institutional leadership they'll gaslight you first People hardly want to acknowledge that they're wrong, even when it's glaring that they're wrong. So it's all just really bizarre. But the only thing that makes sense to me is that the Bible says that, you know, you have the father, the devil, his lost shall you do. He was a liar, he was a murderer from the beginning. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own, for he's a liar and, and, and he's the father of lies, you know. So um, that's, I think, the book of, somewhere in the book of John. And, and that was Jesus saying that. So. That's why I said, the word of God is for me, is sure and steadfast anchor, anchor for my own soul now. Now more than before, because the world doesn't make sense. The values that I was, I grew up with, the world is no longer validating those values. Whereas in the world I lived in then, the distance between the world's values and the values that I was brought up with and the values that I felt were right, the distance was not too far. Now, it seems the world has turned very Machiavellian. The end justifies the means. Very self-centered, very self-driven, very self-motivated. My success is the, mo- is the most important thing driving me. And if my success means the failure of others or the, the destruction of others, then it's fine. You know, we have all become ethical egoists where we believe that the ultimate is the fulfillment of our own goals and ambitions. That wasn't exactly the case in the world that I grew up with. And of course, I think Nigeria is one of those countries where the impact of that 
self-centeredness in terms of how we make decisions the choices we make the lack of absolute lack of care for the next person has turned the country into the kind of dysfunctional space that we see now again i must say because i'm not i don't want to be too um, negative i find a lot of encouragement with the in the rural um, communities the, the spirit of community is still very much there but they are not very um the people are very powerless so you know they, they, it's it's not enough to really change the outcomes that they face but it is still very much that in the cities and the urban places it's almost gone but within the younger generation they do have a strong community spirit developed by i mean um, enabled by social media which they are they are trying to make a lot of change around so i generally find that the younger people at least from what i see are the people who seem to be and i would say younger middle class younger educated kind of people you know and they are the ones who seem to be advocating for a system that upholds values of honesty integrity respect for people the greater good you know those sort of things that my generation has completely just thrown into the bin and just looking at things from a purely self-driven perspective so i find it bizarre and i think a lot of people do i think but i think a lot of people also are not bothered so for me personally the word of god because when i get into the word of god the word of god tells me yes i should be concerned about the greater good i should be concerned about honesty i should be concerned about integrity it's important to speak up for the truth it's important to to stand up um, against injustice whether i'm personally affected or not i read the bible and those values those values are confirmed they're validated and it makes me feel yes so i i so now the bible is more important to me because before i didn't need to read the bible that often everything around me was validating those values but now the distance between my personal values the values that i have grown to accept and believe that are right that have helped me to become the person that i am today there is a greater distance between those values and the values being modeled by the people that are leading the governments the institutions and you know the structures that exist within my society and even in the developed world that we used to look at as beacons of hope we find out that they have also thrown those values into the bin and i'm not talking morality values now i'm talking honesty integrity respect for people transparency and governance walking the talk not saying one thing and doing something behind and you know not being two-faced not being a double stand and not gaslighting people and i don't want to mention names but in in the major economies we've seen examples of this very discouraging to many of us because we think it in 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 my part of the world because it has emboldened a lot of the political attitudes that have now become entrenched and it affected it it's really caused destruction for a lot of lives actually led to the killings of, of a lot of people because the system has become a place that you cannot challenge the failures of the system have been celebrated to the point that there's nothing you can do about it and the people who are responsible for the destruction of societies and communities and the vulnerability that people face every day are probably walking the streets said you know patting themselves on the back 
without and no one stopping them. Everybody giving them the legitimacy as though they are not people who should by all intents and purposes have been relieved from their duties due to gross incompetence and failure. So it is a uh, we're living in a twilight zone, I'll just say that. So I in fact part of the reason why I you know I mean the Lord led me to go back to seminary. I was definitely going through a period of time when I needed to get even more close to the word of God. And I'm glad that he did it. And even though he has changed the, my spiritual context, so the kind of challenges I had as of the time I started the seminary program, God has dealt with a lot of that and I'm so grateful to him for that. So I'm in a different space. But I still, in fact, I'm almost, I'm not looking forward to when I would graduate from the seminary because I'm like, how am I going to cope? Because I need this level of word just to be in my life. I need to, you know, every week, so every week I'm reading the Bible because I have to read the Bible and I'm listening to teachings about the, what I'm reading and I'm, you know, because I have to you know it, it's really helpful to me because it just it's like my safe space so when I all the drama all the craziness going on in the world then I, I, I leave it behind and then I enter into the world of the Bible it's the greatest escape for me <laughs> it's, it's honestly I, I, I don't know how that functions without it because I think honestly I think the world and I didn't always feel this way so these are the times when I really wish this podcast was a bit more interactive than it is because I would really like to hear from you. Are you feeling this as well? Am I alone in the way in which I'm feeling about the world? But I, I know that I'm not alone because I, I think, but like I said, I think the, the young, and maybe that's why I have more young people listening, people of a certain age group listening to this podcast because I, I think we're, we're in the same space, even though generationally, age-wise, we're not, but mentally emotionally perhaps spiritually i think we're in the same space so i'll leave it at that point i think the scripture i just want is where the bible says the word of god is a sure and steadfast anchor for our soul the word of god has helped me it has helped me continues to help me i am more dependent on it now than i used to be i myself i don't think i realize how dependent i am because when i stay away i actually suffer just as the same way where somebody who is addicted to a medication or something feels the impact when they are not on that medication. That's how the word of God is for me now. I am. I need it. I need him, the word of God. I need him as in, in the sp- Jesus as he is. And I need him, the spirit and the letter of the word of God in my heart, in my mind, in my life. Because it centers me. He centers me. He, he protects me, he keeps me from the chaos and the drama going on around me. I think there's a massive attack on our minds and our emotions from things that have been happening. A lot of really, really terrible things have been happening. Conflict, insecurity, peace, death, I mean, not peace, things that are working against peace, you know, just a lot going on. And it's an assault on the mind. So the word of God helps to create a buffer around my mind just centers me gives me the power and the presence and the ability to rise above everything going on around me and then gives me meaning and just helps me to make sense of what is going on and focus and direction and not to be swayed by what's happening but to just find the path that god has set before i'm still i still need to seek him you know every day for a stronger understanding of you know what my space is in some of this but i also know that god doesn't always 
reveal everything at a go. So he, he, he's he's not just about the destina- destination; he's also about the journey. So I'm, I also recognize that, but I also want to be sure that I am not also missing out on something that he would want me to know right now that I don't know. So I'm trying to stay stay close to him as much as possible. But you know, like those children that you know when they are working with their mothers, like toddlers, no matter how far they walk they're always looking back to make sure that their mother doesn't go out of sight because they almost know they know that if they can't find their mother they're going to be in trouble they they just know that have you ever seen those children doing that and the minute they look around and they can't see their mother you literally see the fear even a toddler knows that they should never be far away from their parents they know that all these people even though they're surrounded by a whole lot of people they know that they are strangers and that they cannot care for them the way their mother or their father or whoever it is that you know brought them out to that crowded place can help them so immediately the child realizes oh my goodness i can't see my mom you that you you see the fear they break out that's exactly how i am with god right now i know that i cannot walk very far away from him because i know that if for any reason i look over my shoulder and i can't see if he's not in my line of sight i'm in deep trouble I'm in deep trouble. So I'll leave it at that point. And I don't know if I need to explain why I say that. I think I should stop it there, but it's, it's yeah. I think the people who need to understand, you, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's where I'm at. That's absolutely where I'm at. So my greatest challenge right now is staying as close to God as I, I, sh- I should, as I need to. Just like the toddler knows that, yeah, even though I'm trying out my feet and I'm walking, I can't let my mom out of my sight. And I hope she doesn't also, uh, yeah, lose track of me. So, um, thank you very much for listening. Um, if you, I, I encourage you to develop a relationship with the Lord as well and His Word. And I pray that, um, you know, the Bible says, if we draw near unto Him, He draws near unto us. And sometimes, I have also found it helpful to pray for God to give me the spirit, you know, of wanting him more. He also does answer that prayer. You know, we can pray for the zeal of God to consume us more, for him to create in us a hunger and a thirst for his for His word or for his righteousness. I think it helps. Um, yeah, I'll, I, I will just leave it there. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.